grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God which engages us this day is the epistle lesson read previously. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, one of the most effective sales techniques is the use of before and after pictures. For example, television programs focused on home renovation will routinely show us a picture of the house before the renovation and a picture of the house after the renovation. Weight loss programs will routinely show us a person before participating in the weight loss program and a picture of the person after participating in the weight loss program. Or an auto repair shop might show us a picture, a before picture of a car badly damaged in an auto accident and an after picture of a beautifully restored automobile after they've worked on it. In all of these pictures, the after picture is much better than the before picture. Well, what about us here today? Spiritually speaking, are we in the before picture or are we in the after picture? When you stop and think about it, the correct answer is yes. <laughs> we are in both, spiritually speaking, the before picture and the after picture here this morning. Certainly we are in the after picture. John in our text says we are the children of God. We aren't just called the children of God. John insists twice after that that we are the children of God, present tense. Well, if this is our after picture as the children of God, what was our before picture? It was not a good one. So Paul can write in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that by our nature, in other words, without God being active in our lives, by our very nature, we were children of wrath, not children of God. With the wrath of God upon us and upon our sin. And Paul can write elsewhere that we were dead in our trespasses and our sins. And like any other dead person, there was nothing that we could do to help or save ourselves. Our spiritual before picture was pretty bleak. But thanks be to God that he has intervened to bring us from that bleak spiritual before picture to our present spiritual after picture. Jesus Christ, God's own son, left a beautiful wondrous before picture in order to come here and become one of us, so to speak, taking on a human nature and living here amongst us. His after picture here with us included being tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. His after picture here with us included crucifixion, death, and burial. As he endured all that wrath of God, 
that should have come upon us as the children of wrath and endured it in our place. And his mission complete, his after picture also included a resurrection from the dead, an empty tomb, and an ascension to the right hand of God where he lives and reigns over all creation in all power, glory, and might. And the Holy Spirit has also intervened in our lives to bring us to our current spiritual after picture. It happened right there at that baptismal font, either that font or one very similar for most of us, where the Holy Spirit worked through water and word to create faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin and eternal salvation. And ever since that moment that we first believed, we have been children of God. From the moment we first believed, God gave us everything he has to give to us in the way of forgiveness of sin and everlasting life. It's all ours right now as children of God. And so Jesus can say in John 3, verse 36, he who has the Son has, present tense, has eternal life. Your eternal life has already begun. And so Paul can also write in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is now, therefore, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. What a beautiful after picture spiritually we are in right now, possessing all that God would give to us in terms of forgiveness and everlasting life. But there is another sense in which we here today are in a spiritually before picture. It's not that God has anything more to give us in terms of forgiveness and everlasting life, it's just that we haven't yet fully experienced the fulfillment of all of these promises of God. And so we are here in this spiritual before picture in a world that is so permeated with sin where we are tempted each and every day by the devil, the world around us, and our old sinful nature. And we give in to that temptation more often than we would like to admit. But there is a wonderful spiritual after picture awaiting us where there will be no more sin, where we will never be tempted again, where our every thought and desire will be perfectly aligned with God's will, where our every action will be pleasing in His sight. What a beautiful spiritual after-picture awaits all of us. And yet still, in this spiritual before-picture, we live in this world surrounded by death. Death still takes from us our friends and our loved ones for a while. But again, there is a spiritual after-picture awaiting all of us, one in which there will be no more death. We will never have to say goodbye to our friends and our loved ones again. Our only thoughts will be about life and living, eternally living 
in the presence of God with one another. What a beautiful spiritual after picture awaits each and every one of us. And today, on this festival of all saints, we remember with thanksgiving those whose souls during the past year have been called to the nearer presence of God. We give thanks and praise to God that they are experiencing the next level of that spiritual after picture in their lives. We thank God for the gift of these people in our lives. We thank God for the Christian example they have given to us with their lives. And we thank God that their souls are now safely home in his presence, enjoying that next level, their own personal spiritual after picture. The hymn we just sang says it so very well. We feebly struggle, they in glory shine. But today is not just about remembering those saints. It is about remembering and giving thanks and praise and glory to the God who made them saints in the first place, just as he made all of us saints by calling us to faith in Jesus Christ. It's about remembering the God who kept them saints all the days of their lives, just as he keeps us saints all the days of our lives, strengthening them with his word and with his supper. And it's about giving thanks and glory and praise to the God who has brought their baptismal covenant, his baptismal covenant with them to its full fruition, their souls now in his very presence. And that's why we as Christians look at death much differently than do a lot of people. For God promises in his word repeatedly that death is not the end, but merely the passageway to a much greater, much better spiritual after picture. And so Paul can write in Philippians chapter 2 talking about his own life, my desire is to depart and be with the Lord, which is better by far. Or later on in that same chapter, he can write, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Certainly, we as Christians mourn the passing of our friends and our loved ones and the separation that death brings for a while between us and them, but we do not grieve as those who have no hope. For we are promised in the Word of God a spiritual after-picture that is better by far, as Paul says, that is gain, as Paul says. And today we give thanks to God that the souls of these saints listed in our bulletin and all the saints who have gone on before us are now experiencing that spiritual after picture in his very presence. And yet, there is still a sense in which even the souls of those saints who are in the very presence of God are in a bit of a spiritual before picture because there is still something even more to come for them. 
for their bodies remain here on this earth, awaiting the day when Christ will return, awaiting the day when Christ will raise the bodies of all the saints who have fallen asleep in him, bodies that no longer will be impacted with sin and all of its defects, bodies that will be immortal, no longer subject to death. And then body and soul, we will all dwell together in the presence of the Lord. And on that day, we will never be in a before picture again. For we will not change anymore, and nothing else will change anymore for us. At that point, we will have received the final and full, full fulfillment of all of God's promises. We will be there with all who have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb, sharing an eternal existence in which God will wipe away every tear from our eyes and God will make all things new. You know it really is true with God for his children. The after picture is always much better than the before picture. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard our hearts and our minds in this one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen. We confess the